Adam. And we come in peace to the archive. A conversation about everything, one hour at a time. We are coming to you this week from a very, very special location. We are not actually in the archive, <laughs> but we are hovering above the archive inside one of 50 giant alien motherships that have recently descended uh, to the earth with promises of goodwill, intergalactic goodwill, and uh, uh, mutual understanding between uh, species. And uh, I'm really uh, flattered to, to be the official uh, podcast spokesperson for the visitors who uh, are our friends. And I snuck on board <laughs> <laughs> and ran to John, and I was like, what are you doing here? I'm part of the resistance, trying oh. to stop these MFers from taking over the world. Why would you ever do that? Um, You're a traitor. No, 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 no. Well, maybe why don't you tell me what your point of view is, and then maybe we'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it's all This is not now. off to a good start. No. Uh, we are talking about, of course, the uh, early 80s uh, miniseries, V, V, as well as I would assume uh, dabbling in a little bit of V, the final battle, which was the sequel miniseries, mm -hmm. and maybe even talking about the ongoing uh, weekly series, which was called V, the series. That was V, the second generation. That that was the uh, the redux, the redo, the remake no. that came out a few years ago. No, no, no. Uh, Oh, wait a minute. This may be a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, no. The second generation. No, the, the, the miniseries that came... I'm sorry. The, the TV show that came out a couple of years ago was... Was just called V? Yeah. It was just it was essentially a reimagining reboot sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was sort of a sequel. Like, I thought it was like, the visitors came back. No. I'm guessing you didn't watch the show. I didn't. Okay. I did. Okay. Yeah. No. It was essentially just a, re just a remake. A remake. Reimagining. Yeah. All right. Well, we're not talking about that because it sucks. Anything made now <laughs> <laughs> sucks. <laughs> the only things that are worth talking about are from 1982, uh, which I believe is when... 1983. Oh, 83. Are you sure? I'm looking at it right now. I thought 83 was when the final battle aired. Uh, let's see. First show in 1983. Okay. 1983. Even better. Sorry, buddy. Even better. Jaws 3D. Uh, final battle came out in 84. Friday the 13th 3D. V3D. <laughs> uh, so briefly for those who do not know anything about V or who have uh, who know of it maybe but have We've never forgotten. seen it don't uh, yeah maybe don't recall exactly what it is and I'm stock we'll just start talking about the miniseries itself this was a project that uh, NBC developed with Kenneth Johnson who was a TV um, uh, 
not a mogul necessarily, but he'd worked on a lot of shows, I think, when he was uh, approached about V, or when he approached them about V. Screenwriter, producer, director. Yeah. Is what he's referred to. Um, And this was inspired by uh, a book by Sinclair Lewis called It Can't Happen Here. Well, you're on top of things. About a uh, fascist regime taking hold uh, in America and the resistance fighters who uh, band together to try to uh, uh, take it out. Um, and uh, the, the way that it manifested, um, I don't think anybody was really interested in the early 80s about of seeing a strict adaptation of that book. Right. So Kenneth Johnson says, wait a minute, I've got it. Aliens. The next Star Trek is about to get really hot again in a few yeah, years. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're right on the heels of right. Star Wars and Close Encounters, and space oh, yeah. is hot, baby. E. And ET. Yeah, everybody loves aliens, um, especially pop culture aliens. Yeah, so let's make these uh, Nazis aliens. Yes, uh, and it worked um, with what I would say is uh, uh, absolute flourishing success. Uh, but I could see why some people might not, especially watching it today, maybe not feel that it is so successful because it was made in the early eighties and it has a little bit of eighties cheese to it. Okay. I was I saying, just that it didn't age well, essentially. There, some elements of it didn't. And I know that like the other miniseries, V the final battle has a whole list of complaints, uh, levied at it from people. We'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway, I think I think V is phenomenal. And when I was a kid, I was absolutely obsessed with it. Do you recall how they would show it annually? Yes. Yes. How like every summer it'd be yes. like, oh my gosh, it's V week. They're bringing it's V the, back. They're doing yeah. it again. Well, and that was the great thing. Like when it first aired, so it's a two-part miniseries. It's, it's a total of four hours of airing time with commercials. Uh, and um, so that, that happened in 1983. And then... It was so successful. They said, absolutely, we're going to do a sequel via the final battle. And it ends, the, the, the miniseries ends really with not a cliffhanger, but there's, there's no real resolution to the story. It, it basically sets up um, the promise of hope, but doesn't really tell you one way or the other what the ultimate outcome is going to be between the resistance and the visitors themselves. Right. Uh, and just so you know, folks... V is not for visitors. It's for victory. It's for victory. It's, Go it's, tell your it's, friends. <laughs> um, that's, that's pretty good, actually. Thank you. Uh, no, that's what that was the kind of the call sign for the um, the resistance uh, in World War Two. No, in, in the show. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I wasn't sure if that was actually based on a real oh, thing or I not. Don't know. But yeah, there's a great sequence. Um, well, we, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, anyway, so yes, I do remember that it would air uh, annually, starting with, I believe, the year that V the Final Battle was released. So they, they commissioned this sequel, and a year after the first one airs, you get V the Final Battle, and to build up to it, they rerun V, the original V. So you go from having uh, two nights of V to having an entire week, week of V every night from... 8 to 10 p.m. I wonder how long they did that. I mean, I definitely, it, the, as far as I can recall, the extent of the 80s. 
Yeah. Least, oh, they man. always had V week one one week during At the summer, least once a year. Yeah, I, and, and then. I, but I don't remember watching it on TV in the 90s, so I'm assuming at that point it That probably it ended it, yeah. yeah. But I, I do recall at least being... Um, I was in Scouts the last time I remember watching it on TV. I was playing Little um, League. Which is probably like third grade, fourth grade, something okay. like that. Because uh, I remember I, had, I kicked everybody out. <laughs> I was like, we had a scout meeting. It was at my yeah. house. And I was like, all right, you guys got to bail or sit down and watch V with me because... It's a Wednesday night, and the final battle is kicking off. I and see you now. You say that. I always thought it did Tuesday through Friday. I remember it being Monday through Friday. I thought it was only four days. No, if you do like total, it's yeah. five. Okay, well because then, then would be one. The first one aired in two parts. Oh right, dirt. so it would air on a Monday night. The first half would air on a Monday night. Right, and the right, second right, half right. would air on Tuesday night, and then I don't. So I get a lot of. V and Final Battle mixed up in my head. I can understand like, v that. V seems super vibrant to me as far as memories of what happens in it. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember Final Battle a whole lot. That being said, I feel like some of my memories of Final Battle... You conflate the two of them? Yeah. I, I, I don't think conf- you're alone in that. And I think it's probably because we grew up watching them sort of smushed together. Right. And probably, like, when you're a kid, like, a lot of the stuff, like the kind of melodrama and the soap opera is yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. you kind of, like, just sort of throw that out. Exactly. I mean, like, I just now, thinking of it, I just remembered a scene with Mark Singer, um, <laughs> shirtless, of course, of because course. he spends the majority of this miniseries shirtless. Uh, he's the male lead in it. Uh, he, like, grabs his love interest, Julie, and this... Uh, very floral saxophone <laughs> sound starts playing. There's a lot of that yeah. in this miniseries. Uh, so I think you can be forgiven for kind of like just remembering the high points and not really being able to to pinpoint exactly what part they, they fill. Uh, but so V, the original miniseries, uh, it starts with the arrival of the visitors. These giant motherships show up over major cities uh, mm-hmm. throughout the planet. Nobody knows what to make of them. Um, there's no communication initially. They just show up and stand there, hover there. Yeah. Um, and if, you, if you've if you never seen V, but you have seen Independence Day, you, you, the, you can kind of get the gist because Independence Day blatantly ripped off this element of V. Yeah. Um, like just absolutely shamelessly ripped it off. Eh, a lot of those shows and TV sh- uh, movies did also, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so they, the, the visitors arrive. They, they finally do make contact. They uh, broadcast a uh, greeting to the Earth uh, in various languages. What do you think they were doing during that time? I have my own theory on this. I've never even thought about it. Do you so think they were... Here's, what? No, go ahead. No, what? I'm curious. Well, I was just wondering, like, do you think they were... Do you think they showed up in their native state you, you and they were just read like... read my mind. Okay. We're, like, scanning everybody. Yep, and they're, they're like, like these okay. things are goofy looking. We're right. big lizard alien things. We need to, like... We need a little time to, to prep. Yeah, to yeah. Be, to make it look like... So they're studying language, they're studying mannerisms, they're studying literally physiology... And then they replicate Learning that. Learning everything. And yes. Then, yeah. And that's why they took a little bit before they said hi. I like that. I've never, yeah. never even thought it's about just, that. It's just, you know. Well, yeah. And spoiler alert, the visitors. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
The visitors appear to look just like us. They're human. They look human. How yeah. about that? They, um, they have a little weird tick in their voice. This yeah. kind of uh, reverb effect that's applied to their voice. Um, but other than that, and they, they seem to have an aversion to light. Yeah. They're, otherwise, they're just like us. Yeah, cool sunglasses. They got cool sunglasses. They got awesome outfits because it's the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the flags do look vaguely Nazi-esque. They're a little <laughs> blatant, yeah, right. and then a Nazi is, but it's sort of like the the Nazi swastika. If it were designed, if it if you like uh, smushed the the swastika with the uh, late seventies, early eighties Warner Brothers uh, <laughs> logo, yes. yeah. the one that appeared like before the yes, Superman yes, movies and everything. Exactly. That's kind of you get you get yeah. the the visitors logo. Um, yeah, so they, they greet us, they welcome ambassadors of Earth to come aboard their ship and learn about them, and they promise, they say they've come in peace. They want to um, help us um, learn about uh, technology, like their advanced technology. They're going to help uh, teach us about that. They're going to help our doctors develop a cure for cancer, mm-hmm. and in exchange, all they want are some chemicals that are no longer readily available on their planet, but are um, in abundance on Earth. Seems like a great deal. It's a win-win. Yeah. How do you lose? The problem we learn uh, about midway through the first uh, half of V is uh, that the visitors are not who they appear to be. Yeah, they are these freaky lizard reptile things. Yeah. Um can like have their jaws descend and they are yeah they are reptiles yeah. they are humanoid reptiles who can yeah dislocate their jaw the way that like snakes can and like swallow animals whole yeah Whew. um and that reveal is amazing yeah um so i mentioned mark singer he's kind of our um uh, our go-to guy uh, protagonist yeah he's he's basically the protagonist he's um the first person we see witness the arrival of a spaceship in the opening scene. He's a, he's a television documentary reporter, um, or cameraman. He's not the reporter. He's the cameraman. Um, and I can't remember. Is he initially skeptical or is he initially cool with it? There's a couple, there's a couple of main characters in this thing. Yeah. He's probably the main, main character. He's the white male. So, you know, what else are you going to do? Right. Um, But I feel like there's some characters who immediately like, I don't dig this. They're definitely, yeah, there's a lot of skepticism. And it's interesting, even before the reveal. Well, like the old Jewish guy is like, this seems way too familiar. I've been through this before. Yeah. Yeah. And you, um, they, they, the, the reveal happens after there's been a little momentum built up of uh, suspicion among certain circles and it happens it's god this is a really timely episode the more i think about I it know, um it's 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 really horrifying to watch this unravel because it it does turn into this divisive partisan issue if mm-hmm. you will of support or skepticism and there are people who wholly support the visitors and quickly you know, start joining their ranks. They have like a junior visitor yep. program for teenagers. Um, and uh, for for whatever reason they may have, a variety of reasons, people, you know, they they begin to identify with the visitors and they latch onto them. And you have the skeptics, uh, scientists and doctors mm-hmm. and journalists who... Artists also? Am I thinking... I don't remember any artists. Okay, maybe it was just but, the, science, the science community. Um 
But so, you know, they, they're fascinated, but uh, they have questions and they don't feel like the answers that the visitors are get, giving from the outset are necessary. Uh, they're not satisfactory. Right. So they keep probing and uh, eventually that um, probably expected the visitors pick up on that. You know, they were probably anticipating that some, there would yeah. be some suspicion of yeah. their intentions um, and they begin to silence it. Um, through a, a disinformation campaign. Yeah. Um, and they use our own ambassadors to do it. Right. So um, uh, Mike Donovan... Like, these guys are cool. Like, yeah. why want to be jerks to the aliens? Yes. They're our friends. We, 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 we have our own people uh, basically sell us out. Yeah. Um, uh, and admittedly, at the time, they're not aware of how sinister the actual plot is. But... Um, there is a lot of um, divisiveness that pervades that first episode. And if I remember correctly, isn't the ultimate goal actually world domination? They are here to uh, rape our planet of its resources, yeah, including humans, right. which they are taking for food. Yes. They're here to take the water and... Uh, and some humans. snacks on the way. Yeah. Who are, I think humans are either going to be used as slaves or as food. Yeah. That is the, the ultimate goal. Let's let's pause this real quick. Yeah, let's talk about little young Bobby Eglund. Yeah, um, Robert England. Yeah, he is just phenomenal in this. This was his first major role. Yeah, yeah. This um, is pre Freddy Krueger. Yeah, for those who didn't realize who to whom we were referring, um, I had forgotten he was in this. Um, I actually bought uh, a DVD copy of this a couple years back. Mm-hmm. Threw it on and was like reliving my childhood, and all of a sudden he shows up. I'm like, "What is this?" <laughs> uh, it was great, and he just he plays this kind of he's he's an alien. He's one of the aliens, and he's the kind of this wonderfully kind, naive, um, maybe a little mentally slow. Simple. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Yes. Simple alien, um, but very kind, warm. Yeah, yeah, and Except so blooded. Yeah, hey, you know, um. <laughs> And it just I just think that was a very smart move because it makes it uh not just one one dimensional like oh the aliens are the bad guys like okay yeah. there, there's you how many more of his type his ilk are in are there. the ranks could they could that actually be the prevailing uh maybe we're just getting yeah. a microcosm. are they the majority yeah. and it's just the people in power who have this uh position of domination. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the most interesting things I think about this and what really does separate it from a lot of stuff, other alien invasion stuff like independence day, Mm -hmm. you know, is that they truly do become part of our lives of humans lives. And so people are intertwining in various ways and you end up having, you, you find among the visitor ranks, people like Willie, Willie, I was like, I was like, like, Billy. I can remember. Yeah, Willie. He's he's sympathetic to humans, Um, and then you have humans who end up being vile, um, terrible people, either because they side with the visitors or just because they are really terrible people. So it 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 is a more nuanced treatment of these two populations um, than you get from really any alien story that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. and it does, they do indicate, I think it's, it's in the second episode, um, there's a, um, a pretty high-ranking officer in the visitor group above Los Angeles uh-huh. who meets with Mike Donovan 
the the cameraman. Um, and he's the one who reveals this, by the right. way. He's the one who discovers it. He sneaks aboard one night, the mothership, with his camera, and he's hiding in the air ducts, and he witnesses the, the, the jaw thing, the dislodging, the eating of the animals, and he ends up removing the fake skin from one of these creatures, and he gets it on camera, and he... he and again, as a kid, holy shit, terrifying. Oh, my God. So terrifying. terrifying. Just the look of the eyes yes. would freak me out. Yeah, there's like that one re- shot in the yellow dark. Reptilian eyes. Yeah. Oh, God, terrifying. Um, and just the idea of like the fake skin like hanging off yeah. of them was just grotesque and unnerving. Uh, I think it was definitely one of the first times I can recall in my life l- being terrified by media and loving it. Yeah. Not being like, like oh, this up. is like, this is scary. I don't like this. I'm not digging this. This is like, I, I cannot wait for every year for this to be freaked out again. It's yes. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm going to run out of the room and then I'm going to run right back <laughs> in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he gets, he, he sneaks away. He gets his uh, video to the TV station. And just as they are about to broadcast this to the entire world and, you know, reveal the true nature of the visitors, the visitors attack the TV station. Mm-hmm. They kill everybody in the control room and they, intercept the broadcast with their own um, message, basically turning uh, like Mike a bunch of terrorists into or, an or attacking outlaw. Us. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, from there, that's, that's sort of like the birth of the resistance where you have people that are they're They're actively being pursued as enemies of the state yep. now. Um, so I can't remember when, where does V end? V ends. So um, Mike, he he sneaks aboard, I think, again. Yes, he does. And that's when he meets Martin, who's the um he's one of the higher officials who is uh who who helps him. And he call he's part of the fifth column, um that's which right. is the, the fifth column. Um, I forgot about that. The subversive uh force working within the visitor ranks to undermine their efforts. Um and he tells Mike uh, that Donovan. I always called him Donovan. I don't know why. That, that's fine. Um, he tells Donovan that not everybody agrees with the leader of the visitors yeah. and that they are, you know, they, they believe that Diana? They, well, Diana is in charge of the, the military basically. Okay. She's in charge of this invasion operation. Gosh, she was freaky. We never see the leader. He's, right. he's just spoken of, but, um, but anyway, they say like, you know, they, they think that they could just share the resources or find a way to that's coexist. Right, yeah. But the I think they, are, they do all. actually literally do have a, a need. It's, right, it's yeah. not they're not just doing this for shits and giggles. They actually are. I think their planet is they're dying, dying. Yeah, they have. Um, they they have need resources, but yeah, the fifth, fifth column wanted to be like, we can just all we'll figure this yeah. out if we work together. And the leaders like, no, we're going to take it all. Yeah, yeah, we're just going to wipe them out. Um, so V, um, the first episode of V ends basically with um, Donovan getting outlawed. So um, he's on the run now. Um, in the second episode, he meets up with kind of a ragtag group of scientists and doctors. That's where he makes the acquaintance of Julie, yeah. who is the um, uh, female lead for the for the stretch. Um, and they, the second episode is really just about them trying to get get away. Yeah, they're trying to go somewhere they're, though. Well, they, they? when when they determine when the visitors and the authorities determine that there is this oppositional force, they basically place all major cities on a lockdown. Right. So they put checkpoints on all the major roads and um so the the struggle within uh that second episode of V, the conclusion of the first miniseries is them getting um 
it's getting a few people from this one neighborhood and um, a couple of the doctors out of the city and to this compound in the hills. The com- yes. I'm like, I see the a, wooded area in my mind's eye. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. And, uh, and it's a really harrowing conclusion. It, it ends up being like this awesome ground battle um, with the visitors, like their spaceships are flying over and like our mediocre, you know, weapons were fighting back. And uh, um, Donovan is in a, he, he steals one of the shuttles. Right. So he's yeah. flying around shooting at Diana. It's an amazing conclusion, but it ends basically with them being like, okay, well we managed to win this battle. We survived. We've got all this equipment now that we need, like medical supplies and things. Um, but this is just the beginning of the war. And this is just one faction. This is just the L.A. resistance that right. we're following. We have no idea what's happening anywhere else in the world. Right. Um, so that's the end of V. And then a year later, V, the final battle, which um, it, it takes place. The the resistance has... So the. The baby, the the lizard baby thing, that's V the final battle? That's V the final battle. See, I always think that's the V. A lot of people do. I've heard a lot of people say that, like, they associate that with, and that's maybe what I think is the most well-known moment from this whole thing. Well, I'd say after the initial reveal. Yeah, yeah, I would agree yeah. with that, yeah. Because that's iconic. I mean, again, that skin hanging off. Yeah. That's just, whoo. Yeah. But then, yeah, then this, well... The girl getting pregnant by one of the aliens. Yeah. So one of the main characters is a teenage girl um, in like the Los Angeles suburbs who meets one of these like kind of station captain visitors and, you know, falls in love with them, develops this big crush and ends up getting uh, pregnant. And that's actually um, an experiment of Diana's. Um, To see if they can To see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she, uh, is carrying his, uh, alien hybrid baby. Yeah. And, uh, and the resistance has built up momentum. We find out that there is like a coordinated effort. Um, it's not, they're not winning necessarily, but they are not losing. Right. Um, and they, they chance upon, um, the opportunity to make a big reveal. Um, there's going to be. Oh, I think this is this is at the end of the first episode of Final Battle is when they're supposed to announce that they found a cure for cancer. And so they're at this medical facility. They're going to do this big television broadcast yeah. with the visitors and like leaders in the medical community. And so the resistance in L.A. says, this is our chance to reveal who they are. They're going to basically lock down the building, trap the visitors in there, and then pull their face off in front of the camera so that yep. everybody sees it, um, which they do. That operation actually is a success. Uh, and it's, it's another, like, I mean, th- just the, the plotting of this show is so good because yeah. there's a, there's a great conclusion to every single one of these episodes. So that's the conclusion of the first part. Uh, the second part, um, is really just about Robin and the baby, <sighs> like leading up to, um, well, two, two great things I think happen. Right. Part two, that's- Part, first of that is the baby. We find out that um, at the end, it concludes with Robin's alien baby. The second part... Giving, giving birth. Yeah, she's yeah. Giving birth. She yeah. gives birth. Um, but the second part that's awesome is the introduction of Michael Ironsides as this like <laughs> urban um, 
guerrilla warfare expert um, who knows Donovan somehow. Like they have some history <laughs> together or whatever. Yeah. But he like he's this like weapons dealer on the black market, and so he joins up uh, somewhat reluctantly with the L.A. resistance, and ends up. Uh, he he figures out how he he gets like bullets made to pierce the visitor's armor, and he gets this little device that allows them to mimic the visitor's voice, so they can like go undercover now. Um, and I just remember like that episode. It's when the tide starts See, to turn a little so, bit. We are solidly in my. Oh, what you don't remember any of that? I, mean, I remember Michael Ironsides being in it. Yeah, but all the start like, it's like all that's so vague and it's, it's like not. I mean, I can I can only remember like certain highlights of it, but I know the trajectory starts to turn. At but the that girl point. had twins, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah, she had the yeah. human baby with the lizard tongue mm-hmm. and the lizard baby with the human tongue. Yes, so, yeah. So the the that episode concludes with Robin giving birth, and the the first baby comes out, and it looks just like a human baby, and and there's all this like wave of relief, right. and everybody's like, "Oh, look, it's normal," and they hold it up to her, and they're like, "Do you want to see it?" And she looks at it, and it sticks out this forked tongue and hisses at her, which is amazing. Yeah, but then it they 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 double down and take it even further with the next baby, which is just this grotesque green slimy puppet that like crawls well, out. No, of her it's not a and, puppet. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real creature. <laughs> Said my eight year old brain looking I at mean, this thing. I was horrified yeah. by that. Yeah, yeah. So was I. I mean, just, whoa. yeah, whoa. It, it was absolutely terrifying. I wasn't even like concerned necessarily. Like, I think now I would be horrified from her perspective. Like, you know, like, sure. like having those conflicting emotions about like, you know, I am the mother of these things, but also these things are ghastly. Right. Um, but at the time I was just like, I can't look at that. It, it is like a Boglin and yeah. Howard the Duck. Can we put a link just to that scene in the show yeah, notes? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try to find some of these scenes that we've mentioned and include yeah. them in the show notes so you can watch them. It's kind of like a crash course yeah. in V. Or just go buy V. Yeah, or you can just go buy it. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's how the, the the penultimate episode ends, and then in the final episode, um, the the one child I think dies, the lizard child. The lizard dies. child dies. I think. Yeah, yeah. The other one starts to grow at this accelerated speed, so she like goes from being an infant to being like a. a adolescent in a matter of like weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they find out that she has special powers. Um, and this is, this is where the story starts to get right. a little bit weak <laughs> for me, but, um, they eventually, uh, they, or did the, or did the visitors take the lizard one? I can't remember what happened to it. Maybe that might be what happened. Anyway, so, they yeah. end up infiltrating the mothership with the little girl. And, um, I can't remember exactly what the what the issue was. Oh, maybe they had like a self-destruct thing or something. Or the, yeah. they were retreating. Oh, yeah, and they figured out how to kill them. They had like um, a toxin that they could spread. Oh, right. That would um, like, yeah, um, kill large quantities of them. Of oh, the visitors, yeah. Yeah. And so they were going to disseminate that to the ships, like, you know, basically wipe out the whole population. Um, but Willie. Yeah, I think... What about Willie? Was there maybe an antidote to it? No, I think Willie was just at the point. Wasn't he hanging out with the... Uh, he had joined up the res- with resistance. the resistance. Yeah, so yeah I think, he had defected. I think he was essentially safe because he was away from the majority of the yeah, visitors. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but then the visitors like in retaliation they either have like a self-destruct mechanism or like a they're they were gonna um uh retreat like pull all the ships it was like a an evacuation maneuver or whatever and the star child is what she ends up being called has to like override the computer uh that's controlling all of this which so the the wrap-up is really kind of lame but then at some point we as in the humans make a call out to the universe for help to other yes. races. That's at the end of the very first episode. Our second episode. That's okay. the, the 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 end of the the miniseries. They go to like a this um radio compound and they issue a distress signal via satellite out to the to space. To and, cosmos. And, but yeah. they say right there, like we have no idea if this is ever gonna reach anybody, so we have to keep fighting here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just wanna again just trying to remember if I remember this correctly or yeah. not. But yeah, it's all starting to come back to you yeah. now. Yeah. Uh so that is that is the overall story of well, what happens the end at the, I, what, what ha- I guess what happens at the end of of final battle I just I don't I literally do not remember. So I think some of the ships get away. They they retreat and they go back to the, the visitors homeworld. Some of them stay. Like they they end up succeeding in um taking over that Los Angeles mothership and I think they show if I remember correctly they do show other places where like people are cheering. It's a lot like the end of Jedi, the the special edition of Jedi where yeah. you see people in Coruscant cheering and, you know. Isn't one of the scenes one of the motherships under the arch? That's when it first arrives. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which, of course, makes no sense because these things are supposed to be miles and miles wide right. and they're just yeah, only 630 feet. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, there is a shot of it yeah. in between the arch. Yeah. That's so funny. But I think, if I remember correctly... There is a, um, the end of final battle, Diana is not on board the mothership. She's in a shuttle and we don't know what's going to happen to her. Right. I think she's trying to get away. Um, and I think in the subsequent series, if I remember this correctly, um, she returns with the Supreme leader. They come on the TV show. Back. Now. Yeah. Yeah. The, the uh, regular episodes. Yeah. Which I, when I was growing up, I, I don't, I, I have very little familiarity with the ongoing series, mm-hmm. um, which I think was because it came after via the final battle. But for some reason, I always thought it happened between the two of them. Okay. Like, final battle. You think, okay, that's, that's the, the end. end of it. Yeah. But it was actually not the, the series followed it and it like really played up the soap opera cheese. Of it. Yeah. I don't remember liking the series much or maybe again you know, 30 years ago whatever it was but i feel like again you know everything else bleeding together notwithstanding the show i probably still thought was part of that whole thing but yeah. for whatever reason it just i didn't like it yeah. as much but it i don't, but I don't remember why but maybe because it was more soap opera-y or maybe because they played that part up or whatever yeah, it will. And it was like um, the special effects were so expensive for the miniseries. Yeah, the quality they, went they down. They just couldn't it? really, okay. yeah, maintain that for an episodic show. Um, so there was a lot less like laser battles and a lot less spaceships, you know, fewer spaceships, which is probably the reason why I didn't like it. Right. And then they introduced like um, there was a new um, like side Diana. She was a blonde. I can't remember. I what her there, name there, was was. A, there was a blonde Diana, wasn't it, there? There was like a lot of like competition for like the leader's affections right. between the two of them, um, which just wasn't quite as interesting as seeing like the the resistance battle. Um, so, 
uh, yeah, I don't have as much familiarity with that. I have no familiarity with the the new series the new that series. happened a couple years ago. Yeah, we say a couple years ago. I think that was like oh nine. Okay, well, so it was damn near a decade <laughs> a ago. Couple ten. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the the new series. So I watched the entire first because again. It, being as huge of a V fan as as I was, I was not not going to watch this thing. Yeah. Um, um, actually, I'm, before we jump into that, I'm curious why you didn't watch it. Just because. Um. Well, it's just really hard for me to like watch things. In general. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I probably watch more TV now than I have since 1988. Sure. I just sort of fell out of it, and it was it, for a long time. It was really hard to just to to start. Yeah, like once I start watching something, I can usually you know get into it and stick with it. But starting was just a real barrier for a long time. So I watched the entire first season. I think it was only two seasons. Yeah, maybe, I don't think it lasts very long. Two, three at the most. I don't. I think it was just two. But I vaguely remember the show starts off. Really strong, if I recall. Hmm. Um, again, it's almost ten years ago now. Yeah. Um, but I think quickly is one of those things where they wanted to do enough different from the old show that they were just throwing too much stuff at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like, I think there was a big thing where, again, memory serves. Some of the visitors have actually already been here for decades. Right. And so there's like people like like your next door neighbor, your best friend. Blah, blah, blah. Turns out they've been a visitor for like years, which again was kind of a cool concept. It's an interesting where, idea where they yeah. put scouts down essentially, um, yeah. so which helped prep ourselves. Yes, exactly. Um, so there was a lot of that happening where like characters that you thought were human, all of a sudden you find out were a visitor. Like four episodes in, you're like, holy shit! Like mm. I, I not see that coming. That's kind um, of like uh, uh, Galactica. Yes, very yeah, similar Star, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then. I know there was like at the very end of the first season, there was some big twist sort of thing that happened. But if I recall, for me personally, it didn't land. Hmm. So then I never watched the second season because I was, it was one of those things where like I, want, I wanted to like it. Like it started off really strong and yeah. then it kind of got a little, you just couldn't convince yourself. Off, off the rib a little bit and then it ended kind of okay. And yeah. then the second season rolled around, and I was kind of like, ah, "You just can't put more energy into this because <laughs> I wanted it to be so. I wanted to have. I wanted to recreate that feeling uh, as, as as a kid. Yeah. Um, and I think again, starting off with they did a decent job of that, but because they wanted to be, and they had to. I mean, they would be different. Yeah. Um, they couldn't just do a shot for shot remake, and it wouldn't have been. Uh, I don't think it, was, it, was, it wouldn't have held up as well. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason I wanted it to be successful was because I wanted, there was a scene in the very first episode of V, the original, Mm -hmm. where uh, Donovan shows up at uh, his ex-wife's house. He's like going to hang out with his son and his son is out in the street with a neighbor kid and they're playing with like little visitor action figures Uh and they've got like a little visitor shuttlecraft playset, and I desperately <laughs> wanted that to be a thing. Right. Like I, it, you know, they were like the same size as star Wars action figures. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it was like a perfect, and I was at that age, you know, like that, that was the world to me. And Did I did not make those. They made one action figure, but it was not like scaled, 
you know, sure. like the GI Joes and Star Wars, you know, figures. It was like a 12 inch okay. um, figure, which I eventually bought. Oh. I, I found it, I think, um, probably late eighties at a comic shop that I used to go to. They had one still in the package. And I think at the time it was like $30 or something okay. like that, bad? which isn't bad, but it was a lot for like an eight year old kid. Right. You know? <laughs> And it was, you know, treated like this collectible or whatever. I got it home and immediately ripped it out (laughs) and started to play with it. Yeah. But it was awesome. And we'll put a link to this in the show notes. Like, it had... um, You keep saying past tense. Does this mean you don't have it anymore? I have no idea where it is. Okay. If I I do, I have no idea where it is. But I'm pretty sure I don't have it anymore. Uh, But it it had, like, a... So it was just a generic uh, visitor. But he had, like, the gun... Um, yeah. which was awesome. The, the weapons were so cool and they look like laser tag guns too, you know? Um, but then, uh, he had a, a projecting, uh, tongue. Nice. Like you nice. Could, there was a little mechanism on his back, which would like shoot his tongue out of his mask. And then you could pull the mask off what? and he was, you know, the full, uh, visitor. Nice. Yeah. Um, underneath it. And it had like, you know, full like cloth costume right. outfit stuff. Yeah. It was, it was very cool. I think the only other toys they actually made were um, there may have been like a um, a, a visitor rifle and handgun yeah, that uh, sounds... thing, but I, I, I feel like I've seen them at a comic shop or something, but I never owned them. Um, but I, I really wanted those action figures to be a thing, and I thought maybe, maybe if the new show was successful, they would make a line of old style, right. like you know, retro V toys. But it never happened. Do you know that definitively, or are you assuming? I assume, it? because I never saw any evidence oh. of it, but, I mean, I would love to be wrong about that. Yeah, well. Chelsea would hate for me to be wrong about <laughs> that. <laughs> These wedding preparations would be po- right. postponed a little bit so I could invest in V-toys, but... <clears throat> there were also, um, there were comic books, I remember... Um, well, so that V, the next, the new generation, whatever, mm-hmm. was a, like I, said, I alluded to earlier, a novel, actually. That's right. That yeah, there were written. novels. It's, it takes place 20 years post-Final Battle, um, and I think it totally ignores the series um, okay. continuity, and I didn't read much more about that. but Yeah, I remember I had... Um, I had picked up a couple of novels. I don't know if they ever made a novel of the final battle, but there was a novelization of the original miniseries. And then there were subsequent stories that were kind of like expanded universe, I think. And I picked up a whole bunch of those at a garage sale one time. And the VEU, the VEU. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But I don't remember too much from them, but they were like in different locations, you know, around the world or whatever. Oh, also, if memory serves, I think in the new series, they had a decent amount of old school cameos. Oh, cool. Like, I feel like, don't quote me on this, but I feel like the great leader Mm -hmm. uh, in the new series might have been Diana. Oh, okay. The actress who played Diana in the original series. Yeah, like she had, was she playing Diana or was she? No, she she was playing the great leader. Oh. Yeah, there was the Diana character. Okay. Yeah. But then they cast that lady as I think I don't know. It's been again. It's been it's been a tick. Yeah. Well, I don't know if any of these things are available for streaming, but um, if they are, maybe we'll put links to them in the show notes. Yeah. Can, like, I, I I might go back and watch the the remake. I need to I watch know. Final Battle again because it's just it's too. Like I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on V. Mm-hmm. Final Battle is too wonky in my brain. I try to remember what happens when. It's funny because I, 
I, f- I feel the same way. Uh, and it sort of makes sense to me now because the original is like sort of iconic. But when I was a kid, I had a V lunchbox. Did you really? I did. Like for the thermos lunchbox combo. Yeah. I totally did. Oh my God. I mean, I tell you, man, I loved this show. Yeah. I loved it. I got to look that up. We got to put that in the show notes yeah. too. I don't know that I've ever seen I don't have one. Box. I don't have any more. I also had a Popple's lunchbox. That was pretty cool too. I had a Popple's lunchbox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for the lunchbox episode. Yeah. Save it for the Popple's episode. <laughs> but I guess what I think is weird about that too is that like as a kid, V the Final Battle was definitely my favorite part because it really? was it was more about them like fighting back. Okay, yeah, no, that makes you know? sense. And and the, uh, my favorite thing out of any like science fiction thing is just to, like it's it's exemplified by the opening of Star Wars: A New Hope when the stormtroopers break into that um, to Princess Leia's ship, and you've got like one side of bad guys and one side of good guys and shooting, shooting at lasers each at each other. Yeah. Like that's all I wanted as a kid was just hallways and people <laughs> shooting lasers at them. Well, and delivered and there were on a that. lot of scenes like that in yeah. V the final battle over the course of those three episodes. But it's funny because I obsessed about those so much as a kid, but I don't remember them as well as I do the original. Yeah. And, and again, I'm saying this out loud, but I am pretty convinced, especially after this conversation that I'm probably just thinking, even though I know I can remember V better, I'm probably still mentally thinking of V and V Final Battle as one entity in my brain. Yeah. And it just kind of all bleeds together. Bleeds together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, I think it does work that way pretty well. Like, you can go from the end of V to the beginning of Final Battle, and it doesn't seem like it's that much of a leap. Because and they I, got the original cast. Right. And too. I bet you, on Friday nights, I probably had stuff going on, like baseball games or like going out and do it. So I probably, oh, so you're not I probably saw less of that last episode than the entire rest of the week. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Did you ever record it? Did you have a copy of it? Like, I don't did you record it, it off the TV? I, it was one of like the, the I think it predated my VH, uh, my VCR at my house. Maybe. Oh, okay. We definitely had a VCR, but it seemed to never work out. Like we would like That's not be home wanted. to, <laughs> yeah, they blew up the right. VCR. <laughs> It, like the the timer wouldn't work appropriately, uh-huh. or and I wouldn't be there, you know, to to start it and stop it myself. So like every year, I would like make it my life's mission to get V recorded on the tape, <laughs> yeah. and it never worked out. How funny! Yeah, so I remember it was a big deal. I think it was like in the early nineties when they finally released it on VHS when you could buy it. Yeah, hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Since this was old, I think it was more affordable. Right. Probably. If I remember correctly, it was like maybe twenty five to get the two tape set of sure. the original V, and then like V the Final Battle was released a couple years later, and that was a little pricier. That was maybe thirty or thirty five, something yeah. like that. Yeah, but I've I remember buying them both on VHS, and it was just such a great feeling. Just it was the dream there. realized God, to yeah. hold all of them in my hands. Uh, How long did the series last? I think it was only like one season. Yeah. Gosh. I'll verify that. It just, it just, it seems like, and again, I know we talked about the budgeting restraints and whatnot, but that just, I feel like, well, again, with the you know, remake, it could have worked better. And I don't know why. I think maybe had they focused more on, or maybe just split the difference between action and drama, it would have worked better. Yeah, I sort of I, I wonder if it was just like a matter of the the timing, you know, like at the time V was made, 
there wasn't really anything like prestige sci-fi TV, you know, and by the time that the new show aired, Mm -hmm. that had become sort of a a common thing. Oh, yeah. We had all the Star Trek shows and then um, Battlestar and Babylon 5. Yeah. So there were a lot more. And so I guess maybe like those tropes were already kind of pretty prevalent, you know, in TV. But um, so the, the series, the original episodic series went uh one season and the last step it was 19 episodes do you want me to read the synopsis yeah please do all right um uh okay the the overview description of this is the aliens send donovan and aliens they're called visitors these ways uh donovan and ham i think ham is um michael ironside's character yeah to a work camp where they find robin maxwell who's the mother of the right. the alien kids and Kyle Bates. I don't remember who that is. I think that's the boyfriend, isn't it? No, because he dies. Boy. He does die? That's how they test the toxin on him. In, oh, that's in right. The final and it bubbles up and yeah. holy shit. What a beautiful scene. I totally scene. forgot about that. Yeah, that is an amazing, amazing scene. Um, yeah, the, uh, the guy who impregnates Robin in V um, is the test subject for Ham's uh, toxin uh gas it like melts him essentially <laughs> well i think it kind just of. sort of chokes him right but he it it does like curdle the fake skin on him and he kind of like drags his fingers on it like he's just in agony yeah and she just like stands there and watches him yeah it's really sadistic yeah i love it anyway sorry yeah so anyway they um that's all i know about that episode um i don't know if they escaped or not but um that was called V the Return. Okay. Um, okay, and the general plot of that is that uh, the leader stuns the visitors by ordering a truce and traveling to Earth to negotiate peace. Diana plots to disrupt the police. Mm-hmm. The peace. The uh, band, the police. Yeah. <laughs> she wants to take over for Sting. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. V. I loved it. You loved it. I did. Everybody loved it. I mean, it was a it was a phenomenon. It was legit. Like, I feel like I feel like it definitely was. I wonder. I mean, I'm sure there were some detractors. People didn't like it. Yeah, I, like I I mentioned, I've heard some people refer to it kind of derogatorily, just as a product of its time. And and there are some sequences in it that are just. Well, again, the jaw th- extending. Scene, yeah, some of the effects. It not does. So it great. does not hold up yeah. in the slightest. I mean, it looks super fake. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think probably by today's standards, a lot of like the spaceship stuff probably doesn't. It's all look green screeny. Good. Yeah. yeah. But um, man, it worked for me. And I do. Re- I remember this too. I remember thinking this even as a kid. You could sort of see where they had recycled shots yes. <laughs> of like the, the ship kind of like it has the same movement. If there's ever a shuttle craft that's like uh, gunning down people in the street, that shuttle has like the same pattern of movement <laughs> because Maybe they just uh, like a predetermined button. They press <laughs> <laughs> street assault. Right. <laughs> yeah. But God, those lasers were amazing. The, the handheld guns were amazing. Yeah. Um, and I thought all the makeup stuff was just, Super. I wonder if it won any uh, awards for that. I, mean, I feel like it had to have been nominated for an Emmy or two. Yeah, but for makeup. I don't know if it won anything. Um, 
Yeah, but and the score was really good. The score was really the, good. The score was uh, really cool. Um, yeah, I think the production values for the time were exceptional. Mm-hmm. Now they might not hold up quite as well. Yeah. But and there was some serious soap opera uh, <laughs> melodrama on it. Yeah, and I'm I'm not kidding. I am pretty sure that Mark Singer's chest has. Very, uh, it, an appearance from Captain Kirk. This thing I mean, it's, it's every tour or it's open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets shot. He has to rip it open or whatever. Yeah, um, but it's I I I regret that we didn't watch it in advance of recording this episode because there are probably things that I would that I don't recall that I right. would have wanted to, to mention. Um, but um, maybe that's where the creepers come in. Yeah. So maybe the creepers. Um, I, I so I know some of you creepers are at least as old as us, not older. Yeah. Um, you probably even may have a more vibrant uh, memory of this whole thing. Yeah. Or maybe you don't. Maybe we just jogged your memory yeah. and you want to go back and rewatch it. Or maybe you never heard your, of it. Yeah. Either way, now's your chance. You can you can go watch it and then you can comment and tell us everything we got wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to do it in a visitor voice, please. So add some reverb yeah. to your comments and. Uh, <laughs> And drop those at thearchive.com or on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at The Archive. Do you got anything yeah. you want to plug this week? Um, this weekend is Labor Day yeah. weekend, which is the Japanese festival at your work, right? That's correct. So I'll plug that. Nice. <laughs> I'll plug John's work. Thanks. Uh, Botanical Gardens, Japanese festival. It's you can Check it out. Oh popular activity it is and i don't think it will be quite as hot as it usually is it may rain oh yeah <laughs> so that's the other thing that often happens yeah. on this weekend yeah how much are there tickets do you know tickets are uh 15 for adults seven dollars for children unless you are a garden member in which case Ooh. adults are only seven dollars and kids are free how much is it for visitors you know we're gonna jack the price up for <laughs> 30 bucks can Willie, 30 space credits. Can Willie get in free? <laughs> Willie, <laughs> Willie's grandfathered in, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have anything you're plugging? Um, well, I, I will plug uh, Shudder, the streaming service that we there mentioned on um, on this week's episode of The Percolator. Uh, it is a all horror movie and horror TV uh, streaming service. And I was a little... Um, I'm always a little bit reluctant to sign on to a new service. I feel very um, kind of tightwad <laughs> when it comes to like we are getting a subscription. Starting to get a touch oversaturated with I these mean, things. There are so many of them, which is what I've always wanted, right? Right. Like I've I've always felt that like the cable model was I frustrating, not... and you know it 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 never felt fair that we couldn't just pay for what we want to watch right. and not have to pay more for stuff we don't want to watch. Yeah. But that being said, yeah, there are a lot of streaming services. Yeah. So I was hesitant to sign on to uh, Shutter, and I gave it the trial for Joe Bob's um, drive-in. Uh, the last drive-in is what it's called, the the new yeah. incarnation of it. But I've, I've been really pleased. One, like the selection is really good. It's a good mix of like original stuff and imported stuff that you know probably wouldn't get a wide release here and old stuff there's some classic things in there and it seems like a really well curated um uh set of material uh but the communication is also really cool like uh i feel like the the emails that they send they seem to really know their audience um which makes me like it more nice you know so i might stick with it a little bit longer 
Very cool. All right. Well, I got to get back to the resistance. Um, again, I snuck on this ship. So. Yeah, I guess I uh, I should probably go um, climb back into that uh, human food tube. Yeah. That I stepped out of. I um, mean, if you want to, you can just go with me if you want. I mean, join the resistance. Yeah. Do I get to show my chest? No. <laughs> All right, back in the tube with you. <laughs> and I'll put this in the archive. <laughs>